Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Dario with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 it is that time. It is Gotham. It is After Buzz TV. We are here live in your living room or your car or your couch or somewhere creepy and weird. Or <laughs> welcome. I'm Ryan Hooks. <laughs> to my left, Monty Villanos. Hi, everybody. Joyce and Jory. Hey, guys. Steve Coffin. Good to see you. Welcome. We're glad we can see you in these video or monitors be, that or to you be cannot heard by see. You Either way, if you're any- YouTube and if you're iTunes in it. Thanks. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Especially, yep. if, especially if it's like six months from now, and this is the only, and you're on an airplane, and this is the only, like, pod- only thing you can the download only right po- now. The only podcast you have left. Or like, <laughs> I guess. Ah, uh, final, finally watch episode six, Spirit of the Goat podcast at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Thanks. If that's you, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's us. That's, oh, okay. it. that's it. That's it. I was waiting for you to finish. Okay, yeah, here we go. Let's roll. Uh, so this week, episode six, Spirit of the Goat. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's getting. I I feel like they're finding their groove in the show. They're like in a a steady plot driving moment, and they're leading towards things that are going to be cool. It's definitely getting so much better, and Mm -hmm. we're learning a lot about the characters as time goes on, like like we would expect. But it was cool to see kind of Bullock's history and you know the reason behind maybe most of his cynicism. So a little bit jaded now. Yeah, Mm. because I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching, I was like, it's totally like what Jim Gordon is now. And now yeah, he's like, completely different. Yeah, Dix was like, "Yeah, don't you know that's that's Bullock?" And he's like, "No, that's me. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's not me." Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, he's old. Yeah, he's old. What does he know? He's crippled. <laughs> Lives in a retirement home or something. <laughs> All right, so I want to actually start off this week by shouting really loud first off, because that's what I'm doing. Sweet. And I also want to give a shout out to all the people on YouTube for tuning in and leaving us comments. Thank so, you. So, uh, Jomo, so one thing that he brought up, and I want to actually talk about some of the stuff that people talk about on YouTube, because I enjoy it. Um, he was talking about with Gordon and Maroney and the whole, that situation mm-hmm. that we found out last week. If there's a possibility for Maroney to blackmail Gordon at a later time with this evidence, maybe to hide something or, you know, to help Maroney improve in his war efforts. Hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, so Chris MC wants there to be a time jump just like the rest of us. Yes, okay. Like where they maybe jump around. So he suggested like jumping to when Bruce Wayne leaves, you know, and then when he comes back and mm. things like that. Okay. Um, so this one's for you, Joyce. Uh, Andrew Fedge made a comment about the many compounds throughout the Batman comics of Venom and various things, mm. and also Joker Venom, which was his oh, weapon yeah. of choice. So yeah. there, are, there are variations of Venom that could come up throughout the series Interesting. besides just that of possibly Bane. Cool. That's a good Something point. Something to think about all, there. All the Venoms. Hey, so uh, Survivor 2002 loves Steve's predictions I from last week. Yeah, they yes. were good last yes. week. And then he also, he said we missed a big point about Harvey and Bullock and how they kind of came together last week. And mm-hmm. they did this week, I think, work together well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We finally saw Jim Gordon saving Bullock's life. Yeah. But now, who knows what's going to happen next <laughs> week. All right, so Greek Son loves Fish also. It's his favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also thinks that we should get rid of Oswald because he's a liability, which <laughs> we all know is true. I, how... I just ate a bug. I saw that. Oh my god, that right just happened. Did you that literally just, just eat a bug? I literally <laughs> just ate a bug. Hey, Stephen Murphy disagrees though, and I agree with Stephen Murphy that fish is not my favorite. Character. We just had an Indiana Jones moment right We here. did, and look at him like a champ. Finish the sentence. It was a small bug. Before was, he drank the water. <laughs> Flying protein. It was a small bug. Our leader. <laughs> I saw it. I was trying to not swat at it, like oddly, like in my arms if you're watching your video, and then so it went funny. right in my mouth. Yeah. Note this. I'm Protein. Gonna, we'll watch that later on. <laughs> All right. And uh, so anyway, sorry. Stephen Murphy disagrees. Fish is not favorite character. Mm. I agree with Stephen Murphy. Fish is not my favorite character. Doesn't like the accent in the, that she does. Mm. I like so, her. Um, it's unique. Yeah. It, it fits that world. Yeah. Yeah, I like, think so. It's cool, yeah. but it's not my favorite. Uh, Jay Lee. My notes got wet because Steve spilled water on them. Jay Lee Dallas. Because I was giving everyone Sour Patch Kids. Gave us candy uh, but spilled me. my water all over it's it. in the lobby. Excellent. Uh, Plenty. Thanks for tuning in. Was like the first person to watch our podcast this week once it was posted. Oh, yes. And I also want to say, hey, you can watch us live at After Buzz TV when we go in there. You don't have to wait for us to load it up on YouTube. Yep. That's true. So, you know. I, either are acceptable. Okay. So, moving away from bugs, back to Batman. Back to Gotham. Back to Jim Gordon. Back to everything that we love. So we got a little bit uh, this week more with our good friend Alfred. Mm. And he's worried because this whole situation with this killings going on and the spirit of the goat, mm-hmm. the killing the 1%. Bruce isn't worried, even though he's the 1%. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, would you? Firstborn, you know, super in danger. Well, and I like what Bruce said, though, this week where he's like, you know, he doesn't have anyone to take me from. Mm. That's true. It's very true. But I think it hurt Alfred. His, I don't know, I, I, after he said that, his facial reaction was just like, oh, yeah. what about me? Like, oh, you don't see me as a father Exactly. At all. Or as a grandfather, or, or as a guardian, <laughs> you see me as your butler. You okay. see me as your butler who happens to raise you. Yes. Well, that. I mean, before the passing of the Waynes, Bruce seemed to have an amazing relationship with his father. So, 
I mean, it makes sense for him to see Alfred as nothing more than his butler. Right. Um, you know, obviously until later when the relationship grows. But I know I, I do feel bad for Alfred in that in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you see him trying throughout mm-hmm. the last couple episodes that they've been showing them and trying to help Bruce and trying to, you know, feed him and make sure he's taken care of and make sure he's not going crazy looking at all these documents. And I, I do agree. I think it hurt his feelings a little mm-hmm. bit, and, mm-hmm. which is nice because I think that's going to humanize Alfred a little bit. Mm-hmm. We talked about the lack of compassion he had early on. But I also think it's going to show the growth of Bruce when they do become close. Because I, I think they will get close and they will have a good relationship mm-hmm. and he will be that father figure later on. But it's too soon, I think. Totally. Mm-hmm. Way too soon. He's slowly right. trying, trying to get him yeah. away to go on vacation or to leave town for a little bit and, you know, maybe bond with him in that sense. But right. It'll Bruce, happen. Bruce so. has other plans. So I think today we also... Uh, in the past, we've learned that Lil Wayne does not go to school. I was just going to... You read my mind. I was going to bring that up. I think this week we learned he doesn't sleep in his bed either. Yeah. Sleeps mm-hmm. on the couch he in front of the fire. He sleeps on the couch by his giant creepy board. So really, of, they don't have any rooms. They just have this one room. I think, yeah. I think <laughs> the Wayne Mansion is actually just that one room. Uh, yep. It's mm-hmm. a giant living room with a giant fireplace <laughs> and big windows for people that are small to claw, crawl in. And then I guess Alfred has a room. Alfred no. tends to sleep in his bed. He sleeps in the garage. <laughs> he sleeps in his car. It's a nice car. He's, he sleeps in the car that he drives Bruce around in. Yes. In the back. <laughs> it's the only time he's allowed in the back. Uh, so, and Selena Kyle showed up this week, which we thought we'd see her prowling around. In other, notice the pun there. Prowling around. Uh-huh. Yes. Coming in like a cat burglar. <laughs> yep. Now you need three jokes. Um, she doesn't steal anything. But no. I thought she was going to steal that. Like It looked like a jewelry box or something. She didn't take it? It looked like she took something. No, she looked at it. And And then just... Well, and then I think... She looked at it, and then she noticed the the wall of... I'm trying... I'm 12, and I'm trying to fix the whole city. Yeah. And she's like, well, I... You know... I should let him do that and not steal his stuff. I mean, like, you would have noticed. That, too. I initially thought they were finally going to meet this episode. But I'm glad they didn't, because I kind of want this... You know, Selena and and Bruce seem to be just separate for a while because mm-hmm. the idea of them growing up together is kind of strange to me. But I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm glad they didn't really put them together in this episode. Just yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, just that yet. would be cool if she knows him very well for a very long period of time. And but he doesn't know anything about her. Yeah, mm-hmm. then the she's, she's there. She's the ultimate. Well, lurker. she already knows way more about him than. Oh yeah, yeah. No. But she knows way more about everyone. I think. Yeah, I. I've said it before. I said it again. I think she everything we see, she's seen it too. Like every every part of this episode, she was just up in the rafters, just watching. I have a, Probably. could be. I have a, that's my theory on Selena Kyle. She's just watching all the A B C side plots. Yeah, just yeah. watching. Just keeping an eye on Lil Wayne. <laughs> just keeping an eye on Lil Wayne. Just keeping an eye on Bullock. Keeping an eye on Gordon. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Watching major crimes be two episodes behind everybody else They're in the so show. Far behind everything. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about major crimes yeah, but- and this episode because we're getting off topic. I think now <laughs> we've had enough Selena Kyle. I haven't, but the fans have. I think. Mm, she's All right. Adorable. So this whole episode is titled "Spirit of the Goat," and the episode starts off with us meeting the actual spirit of the goat, um, and he kidnaps Miss Shelley Lawson, and then Detective Dix and Bullock have tracked him down to this old abandoned theater. And he's performing his rituals. And this is cool because this shows Bullock in a totally different way. Like, he's mm-hmm. yeah. young and he's gung-ho about his job and he wants to solve crime and save Gotham. And Dix is, like, sort of the jaded older partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, a cool role reversal, hmm. you know. 
Dan Hide. And it's the number one number one rule of Gotham. Golden rule. No heroes. No No heroes. heroes. Wait for backup. It was really cool to see that Bullock was more like Gordon Mm -hmm. um, until this whole thing happened. And I wonder if like this was the breaking point, or if there was more that we'll learn about that piled up in addition to this that led him to. It feels like there's more. I feel like there's more too. Yeah, like this wasn't enough, but it was cool to see too later on when we we meet Dix again because we don't know that Dix is even alive until yeah. two thirds of the way through the episode that he's actually been paying. I was. Yeah, God, he's, just yeah. Saying, he's been paying for the medical treatment that he's been getting, and he's been sending him dirty magazines. And yeah, it's like his one redeeming quality right. for what happened to Dix while he was Which there. was pretty much his fault, because yeah. if they would have waited for backup, mm-hmm. yeah. this whole thing wouldn't have happened. The girl was already dead mm-hmm. at that point. And then, but you know... Bullock saw himself a white knight and wanted to save the knight. Yep. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so, and we know early on that Randall Melky is the person who is the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually wondering... Did you think when you watched the episode, the person they showed at the very beginning as the goat, mm-hmm. um, and then the person later on was the same person? Or did you, like, did, were you putting together, or were you thinking when they were talking about that it was a copycat, and then the fact that it was the same person, did you think it was the same person, or did you think that he was killed? I let me re- Let me rephrase yeah. that. <laughs> Bullock shot him. Yeah. We assume he is dead, but then we find out that Dix is also not dead. Mm-hmm. Did you think the killer was the same person, or someone... Copycatting. Towards the end of the episode, I assumed it was the same person. I based never, on yeah. based on that penny detail. Yeah, the I penny was, detail made it pretty clear that. Yeah. Well, right, and then we later learn more about the fact that what happened. Mm-hmm. But like when I saw the, the guy that was the killer, and then I saw the next guy that was the killer, I was like, "That's not the same person." How are they saying to me? And I was so confused. I was mm-hmm. like, "Are they saying that this is the same person ten years later doing the same things?" And yeah, I, I was a little confused, but I I never thought it was the same person. I just thought it was somebody else that mm-hmm. they had that had slipped through the cracks on their investigation ten years ago. I was leaning towards before they revealed it. I was leaning towards the idea that the spirit of the goat is an actual like spirit, spirit and it just it an actual spirit in a body that invades it, that manifests people. a body that it's like oh well it's not that's yeah it's it's, it's Raymond Earl it's science <laughs> yes Christopher James Baker is Raymond Earl mm. we didn't I didn't see anything about the random monkey person because he was so yeah he was, you know, right. early on mm-hmm. uh, but and they're thinking it's a copycat killer but the one then redeeming quality which we learn about is these Liberty pennies that are buried in the base of the skull stitched in a penny for your thoughts. A penny mm. for your thoughts. In your thoughts. That's cute. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> I actually want to think more about the significance of the fact that it's a liberty penny. Okay. That was what I was thinking about. I don't yeah. know a penny for your well, thoughts about, but like, oh, it's a liberty penny, so it's like freedom for Gotham. It's after we learn that this is all pretty much class warfare, the liberty penny actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But it's Definitely. Right. That it's we, like the only way to really release Gotham of its sins or of its, you know, dirtiness mm-hmm. is to get rid of the corrupt rich people in the mm-hmm. city. And but what the, better way to do that than taking their kids? But the innocent yep. young ones. Yeah. I think is the key. Yeah, let's yeah. kill the innocent young ones. Let's kill the, not the, the ones that have caused the city. We should kill their kids. Yeah. <laughs> not the best plan. It's not the worst plan. Yeah. I mean, but she could have she could have trained these people to go after Falcone and Maroni. That's and, true. She could have trained these people to go after the people who've done the city wrong. Listen, yeah. who's paying her, okay? <laughs> I hear. Just keep that in mind. 
Anyway, so then we also get a little bit with uh, Jim and Barbara talking, and they seem to have hashed out their bad feelings from a couple weeks ago, which we never got a resolution to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he, w- I thought he was sleeping on someone else's couch. Yeah, I thought he wasn't even living there. Where yeah. else is he going to go? I, I, Bullock's house. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's over at P- uh, the Pepper's house, hanging mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in he's in um, Lil Wayne's bedroom. <laughs> that, Cause, cause Lil Wayne, that's why that's Lil Wayne's in the bedroom. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne never sleeps there. So. No one would ever know. Um, yeah. No, I don't think that really happened. Mm-hmm. No, it did not. I'm, well, it's nice to see that they worked everything out or yeah. are working things out. And I want to know, I guess, as the, things progress, what all he's going to end up telling her. Because yeah. he, he says that he'll tell her everything and how deep he's in and that kind of stuff. Doesn't he say, I'll tell you everything I can? He yeah. needs to protect her. Yeah. He needs to not tell because what wasn't she going to turn around and tell Renee yeah. everything that I she like told that. her? She needs to stop talking to major crimes. Yeah, tell her like all together. I'll tell her. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Barbara, <laughs> just stop. Just be pretty and look nice. That's all you have to do. There you go. And anytime- support Jim Gordon's decisions. That's it. <laughs> And anytime major crimes knocks on your door or appears Slam in your house, it in her or, face. Just be or a, your ex. I mean, whatever. Just be a libertarian. Just like, is this a voluntary exchange? <laughs> and actually, it's a funny. It's a funny joke. Why did the libertarian cross the road? Why? It's none of your business. And am I being detained? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Tangent. Tangent. Who? Let's keep talking about Gotham. Wow. <laughs> oh snap. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so yeah, so we're getting. Should we leave? (laughs) (laughs) Is this making you guys feel awkward? (laughs) Nah. I think you guys need to have jokes too. (laughs) All right. Montoya and Alan, again, we find out that they're like seven weeks behind schedule. And this is the last 24 hours that they're actually looking for the killer of the penguin who's been already. (laughs) He's a a crime lord at this point. That bothered me so much about this episode. Was. Like, I almost forgot that they were still investigating Penguin's mm-hmm. quote-unquote death. So when this came up, I was like, wait, this is still a thing? Like, well, it was so strange to me. Because when they were walking around the docks and um, talking like, oh, this is, case is going to go cold in 24 hours, I honestly thought they were on the goat case. I was like, why would the goat case go cold in 24 hours? There's so much money. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, they're like literally three weeks behind us. Looking yeah. for the penguins, though. Yeah, it was Looking like a completely different... And they Please. find a random Russian immigrant on the dock. Who <laughs> was there. On, on disability. disability. <laughs> he's, he's just stacking that money. Because if you're on disability and you just have a P.O. box, you probably just stack up the money until you have enough to probably just get drugs and stay on the docks. But Or bring his kids to America. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he had his own reasons. I'm sure. He, why not, right? <laughs> Perfect. But he is now their witness pinning the crime on Gordon. And now they can finally get a warrant and arrest him. But we wait for that because that happens later on. That was probably the best. Oh man, (laughs) it's the last five minutes. Of course, it's the best part. Yeah. Do you not watch TV? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part of every TV episode. Um, Anyway, so uh, when we're learning about this copycat killer, we're we're getting more about Bullock again, and we're you know he's really upset, which is kind of cool to see. See him care. See him care Mm -hmm. finally because he hasn't really cared about anything. So this is, I think, definitely a turning point. Totally. In him. The, the, ten years ago, not now. That this is like totally snowballed him, and so it's cool to, to see him caring. I guess I will. S- I will say though, I feel like he's only going to care if it's personal. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, I, I can see him caring in this episode, and I think it's great that we saw him grow in this episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this, it kind of stops here for now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, next few episodes come along, he's probably going to go it's back to being the same. the same old Bullock. Yeah. But, you know, once things, once things like, hit home for him, he's going to really fight for it. Well, Which, you know, everything that happens on the show later on will probably become really personal for him, and then he'll turn around completely, but... Yeah. I I have a feeling what was revealed at the end of this episode is very personal to him. And he'll probably have to deal with that for the next two weeks. Well, so here's an interesting thing. We, we learned that in the last few weeks, they've really... Bullock and Gordon have developed a lot closer of a relationship. They're, they're trusting each other in an aspect. Mm-hmm. Gordon finally saved Bullock's life. Bullock has saved Gordon's life several times. And I was thinking that there was going to be a point where they would start confiding in each other in an aspect of getting more details than what they're actually giving. Do you think that that is still a possibility after what we saw at the end of this week's episode? Or is that gone? And also, as a follow-up to that, <laughs> do they have to start rebuilding their relationship? Is it totally I shot think up? I think they totally will have to start rebuilding their relationship. Yeah. Because oh. that's a huge deal to um, to Bullock. Oh, like, completely. He now looks like a total liar. Mm-hmm. Or he just looks like a fool in front of everybody. Right, because it didn't just affect Jim. It's affecting Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... And what? although I think Jim and Gordon are the same person. I'm sorry. Oh, like, thank you. Yeah. She and that's why you I know I got it, it with me. I was, like, yeah. I was like, how does that work? Jim and Jim affects sorry. Gordon? Sorry. What show is she <laughs> watching? <laughs> Downton um, Abbey probably. <laughs> Edith is in here with Baxter and Baxter. Thomas. <laughs> Guys, spoilers. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Downton Abbey fans. I'm seriously gonna watch that when I get home. Um I <laughs> love that show. Not kidding. Back to <laughs> the whole Gordon. Bullock dilemma. Um, I think Bullock's gonna have to tell Gordon more than he's told him about about what led in the first episode to Gordon having to shoot Cobblepot or fake shoot Cobblepot mm-hmm. and the corruption and how deep seated the corruption is and Bullock's part in it. Just by virtue of the pickle they're in right now, he's gonna have to tell him. But I think Jim knows. I mean, after meeting with Maroney the week before and mm. everything that he's seen, I think he knows how deep the corruption goes. And there's, I mean, there's not really anything for Gordon to learn. I think it's more Gordon putting out information to Bullock mm-hmm. yeah. and, no, and that and to repair the relationship. I think Bullock goes deeper into the. I think Bullock goes deeper into Falcone. Right. There's ten years of stuff we don't know. Yeah, like he's he's probably been through like four partners. Probably. Yeah. yeah. A lot of partners. So, yeah, so he's in the rabbit hole. But I guess we see it limitedly, and especially his ties to Fish, because he always goes to her for information. But do you, and I wonder this too, is is his going to Fish and asking information, is that his way of telling Fish what's going on? Or is that his way of getting information? Because it's like, hey, Fish, I want to know about this. Do you know anything about, have you heard about these things? We're looking into these things. Be aware, this is going on. Mm. Well, maybe both, because it doesn't seem like Fish will dish anything out without getting anything in return. Yeah. So it seems like it works both ways. Like, it helps both of them out. So it's kind of Bullock's safe way of, you know, divulging information without actually doing it. Yeah, because it's official. He's asking questions to get information, but he's really also telling her Mm -hmm. so that she can impart this information. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, so we also meet the Hastings family because their child is kidnapped and killed. Who cares? Hmm. Uh, and Dr. Marks. Susan Meisner. <laughs> Look out, Barbara Gordon. You have conversations <laughs> this week. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Dr. Marks. 
There was a little bit of parallel in the comic books. Very, very slight. Um, the whole disappearance of, uh, you know, a parents, a daughter, and um, MCU is looking for her. In this case, it wasn't MCU, but um, in the comics it was. And they say the same things like, you know, was there anyone that your daughter, you know, didn't get along with or something? And they both say the same thing. Like, oh, she was very popular. Everybody loved her and so-and-so. But that's kind of where it ends. I just kind of saw that mirrored for a little bit. Just taking just a tidbit of that? Just a tidbit. All right. Before I go into that rabbit hole, though, there's two things that are small parts of the story that I want to talk about. First off, I want to talk about Kara Kane returning as Cobblepot's mom. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, like, such a cute little, like, moment where he's, like, taking a bath. And <laughs> he's in there, like, just sweet-talking I you. wouldn't call it cute. I mean, I it's just creepy yeah. and weird and a cute sort <laughs> Do you of do that? I know what you mean, though. Rub your rubber- back in your <laughs> it was cute because it was cute because that's their dynamic that's their relationship yeah. and to see how doting she was even though she was kind of weird in the beginning hey mom was, I'm not dead was, <laughs> it was cool to see that part of of um, Cobblepot because we don't really get that side of him often mm-hmm. um, but yeah it was I guess it was cute I don't know like in a weird way <laughs> it was cute for them yeah, yeah. That's what it was you're trying cute to for say. this world yeah so yeah. the other cute for this world moment that i really liked this part where Ed, edward nigma yeah. is talking with Kristen kringle mm-hmm. and like he's trying to like help her and like redo her files and she's like going crazy and she hates him and he's like so in love with her Aww, it's so yeah. cute adorable yeah that was cute he he i liked his screen time this episode yeah mm-hmm. he's it was funny he got a little time he, yeah he didn't speak in riddles <laughs> we well did. yeah he one but like one, one but he didn't like he spoke Finish to it. people normally like right. that was that was my big issue with him for the first like two or three weeks was that you'd constantly where i'm like but <laughs> but like how does he communicate people with people on a yeah. day-to-day basis yeah. he just usually starts his conversations yeah. with like a joke or a riddle because, like, that's his thing. Like, yeah. he wants to tell jokes and riddles and see if, like, people can figure it out. I wonder if this is a real one, the one that he said today. A man has to cross the river with a wolf, a cabbage, and a goat. I mean, he got cut off right there. But he, I wonder he if crosses, that's a real He crosses riddle. with the, the, the wolf and then goes back for the cabbage. <clears throat> and the goat follows. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, if you, you cross with the wolf and the cabbage and the goat will follow you because the goat wants the cabbage. But the wolf will eat the goat, so you can't have them together. No, but if you're with the goat... the if you're with the wolf, the goat won't come too close to a wolf. I'm just, just going to say it was a rhetorical question. Yeah. I, I think we should of, just keep going for the next 25 minutes and see what we come up with. It's half a riddle, and we're like, no, I got this. <laughs> no, no. I figured it out. I figured it out given 40% of the information. Well, anyway, I just hope that that more comes of yeah. his, like, little, yeah. his little love story. Um, Let's hope he finishes the riddle. Next week, hope so. No, I'm a, I want a new riddle. <laughs> yeah, um, going, I think we solved this one, guys. <laughs> I think we got it. Going back to um, Cobblepot and his mom, I like their their conversation because you know he was assuring her that he was going to be something in the city, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, she has this sort of." Uh, naive, weird, false um, hope that he will be, or like that he's going to be something amazing. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has this positivity about her, but when she's kind of like helping him in the bath, you can see that she kind of backs away when he was like, "Oh, don't worry, mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll he'll he'll help me out. No right. problem." I think he was talking about Maroni because um, she was saying cops are bad and stuff. He's like, "No, I got this, mom." And he has that look on his face, and she sort of backed away. Like all of a sudden, she didn't trust her son. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, that's what I like because he's he's gonna go off the deep end. It looks like next week. He's so sinister, and even his mom is sensing it. So mm-hmm. he's right there. He's mm-hmm. right there, ready the to cusp. jump off the deep end. Yeah, I'm really excited about next week. Yes, 
I'm just Same here. oh I, I'm I'm like I don't want to talk about it yet, but I just like can't wait to oh, start man. talking yeah. about it. Me too. I'm super excited. Mm. Um, do you think that there's any credibility to the theory that Dax positions to Bullock and Gordon that this is really just a big conspiracy, like beyond the, what we learned about? Like, do you think there's even more than this? Like, we we learned that the doctor had a big part in this, mm-hmm. and she was the one that was doing it, and it was for conspiracy. But like, even beyond that. Maybe she works for somebody. I, yeah, because she seems say. young, first mm-hmm. of all, and maybe she's being hypnotized to kind of deliver these um, killers. <laughs> well, and you wonder if she, she's been doing pro bono work for twelve years. The first killer was ten years ago. This is ten years later. That's true. So she'd been working for about two years at that point. What made her want to do that? Like, where did that come from? If I had the chat roll up, I'm pretty sure somebody would be saying League of Shadows. Pretty sure you'd be hearing a bunch of people saying League of Shadows. Maybe, yeah. Just because that's the one DC thing that it's like, no, it's, if it's a big giant conspiracy, it Le- could be Ra's al Ghul, League of Shadows. But I don't know. They could, anything can come out of there. Yeah, or or just different people from League of yeah. Shadows, preferably mm-hmm. the ones that aren't on Arrow. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> preferably, preferably <laughs> just different ones. Yeah. But if it were like a big overarching conspiracy, that's usually in in the Batman world. That's normally where they go. Mm. Where it's like, oh, because we're we're doing that, and then if that if we can't completely eat the rich, then we're going to let Gotham just destroy itself. Eat them. Yeah, let Gotham eat what, itself. What is it with then, this hmm. whole destroy Gotham? Why does everyone just want to destroy hmm. Gotham? I, it's it's the whipping boy for that entire unit. Like nobody wants to destroy Central City. Everybody lets Central City. Let, Metropolis like, is a great place. To yeah, like, let's, <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> That's, I think if I lived in Gotham, that's what I'd do. Move to Metropolis? Like, we get to a point where I'm just like, I just, like, I can't. Like, if I, I'm going to go to the one with the alien that's going to solve all my problems. <laughs> we like him. And they've got a cool newspaper. Right. And then this reporter named Clark Kent, who he's... looks nothing like that alien. Hmm. Nope. He's got glasses. <laughs> different guy. <laughs> totally different guy. Okay. You're doing it again, Steve. Remember we talked about this? <laughs> Briefly. Okay. It was a knock-knock joke about tangents. Yeah, okay, so I do want to point out, though, since you're drinking coffee, uh, my <laughs> I love the little question mark coffee cup that Nigma had. It was like such a yes! little this like tiny. It was like nothing, but it was so like oh yeah, there it is. I there's loved, the, yeah. there's the Riddler that. In we're, case if it wasn't obvious, obvious. enough, yeah. yeah, we clearly didn't know that that Edward Nigma was going to yeah. become the other Edward Nigma. Yeah, that's later the Riddler. I like those little touches. I know some yeah. people are, think like it's so corny. Like oh, why would they make it so easy to understand when yeah. it's so clear already? Um, but I like that. Me too. I loved it. That, yeah. yeah, that was one that wasn't thrown in your face. They're like some of them are like, oh, really? Like you had to tell me that? I, like I didn't get that he walks like a penguin. <laughs> or like, or like Enigma had to say, "Riddle me this" in the first or second the, episode. Yeah, I have a riddle for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or something like that. But like this was a fun one that was sort of just like yeah. there. It's kind of, oh, yeah. it's kind of hmm. nice. You know what else is just sort of there that's kind of nice? Hmm. iTunes. It is. It's it's there. It's red now. Indeed. All it used the to be time, blue. With all your information. All your afterbuzz. Do you know we put out like 80 hours of free content a week or something crazy like that? It's, it's a lot free. of free content. And you know how you can help us out? Because we give you so much free stuff. Just take this free stuff from us. You can give us five star ratings. Yeah. It takes literally less than 30 seconds. And that's free too. Yes. Five. Yeah. Five star ratings. A three star rating costs money. But <laughs> if you give us a two, three, or a four star rating, we're charging you a dollar. Yeah. If it's yeah. a one star, that's we're giving cheap, you a dollar right? Five stars are free. Yeah. yeah three. It's... And with Apple Pay, we can just take it from your phone. Yeah, I'm actually going to steal all your information as well. Yep. We're, we're, but, we're but, clearly lying. But not to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that. Comment to us on YouTube. We love when you guys do that. I like to read them and shout out to people and see what people are thinking because people come up with ideas that we don't always think about and mm-hmm. people find stuff that we find interesting and also, you know, the things we say are like, hey, that was cool. I didn't think about that. It's people- like a community, guys. <laughs> and you help the you help this conversation. Like a lot of people last week, given how we were talking about Falcone, a lot of people last week were explaining that we were a, we wrote a Falcone off last week. That Falcone in the Batman universe might be a bigger deal. But that will go against my previous predictions, so no. <laughs> Falcone's dead. <laughs> he's dead to all of us. Done. <laughs> Done. It's I don't over. think he's dead. I, I agree with some of the predictions on uh, YouTube that he could have a lot more in store than we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a while. He's smarter than we all think, and just because he's old doesn't mean he's not good. Yep. Yep. Just put that on. <laughs> <coughs> oh, there's that bug again. <laughs> <laughs> He Ew. didn't kill it. He didn't nope. kill it. He just, just, he just swallowed it. Yeah, it's not dead. It's, it's just in there. It's just, it's just buzzing. It's laying eggs in my stomach right now. No. Wow. Anybody want to switch seats? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, so as we're learning more information about the copycat killer who we find that has access to these people's houses, they narrow it down to four people because Enigma's so smart. Mm-hmm. And they realize that it's only really one person, Raymond Earl. And he lives in this old abandoned place out outside of the city. Oh, yeah, that's also the same place where this happened ten years ago. How convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if there's significance to this place beyond that that we may learn about in the future. Maybe. I hope so. Because, like, why would you pick this old theater? Again. For yeah. ritual killings. Mm. Well, ritual. You, it probably has to be that theater. Mm-hmm. It's probably very ritualistic. But, I mean, there has to be a reason the theater was chosen originally. Well. The rituals don't start until it happens. Um, Indian burial ground. I I, I mean, there you go. There's, I'm just, there's creepy ghosts there. I'm just weren't, pulling out tropes. Weren't the Waynes <laughs> coming back from a show before they got They killed? were at the theater, yeah. but it wasn't that theater. Okay. But yeah. Not relevant. All right. Well, sorry. Try, I tried. Try <laughs> again. That was a good one. I liked it. That was a good one. <laughs> well, anyway, so they go and they bust it up. And it's it's. I always like when like the crime is solved halfway through the episode. Yes, he's like, oh yeah, problem solved. The killer is captured, just like that. Let's just go about our business. Mm-hmm. Never that easy. No. There's really. always somebody else. If, yeah. you ca- if you're if you're the first one captured, you're always safe. Typically, yeah. Typically, yeah. Because there's always it's, somebody else that we met early on. And yeah. if you're and if if it's a Law and Order, and you're the guy who <laughs> if you're the guy who leads them to the guy who leads them to the guy. You, you were probably the guy. The first one. Mm-hmm. That yeah. leads you to the other guys. Yeah, yep. well, no, you were probably actually the killer, and they just circled back right. to you. yeah. But they still only paid you for one day. <laughs> I, was on, I was on Law and Order. They one. can film you for one hour and be done with you. Yeah. Was, and then you were the killer. It was two scenes. But like, I don't know. Oh. Anyway. Go on. I'm, I'm no, was... Law and Order while we're here. Anywho's back mm-hmm. to the killing. Mm-hmm. So, it was cool, though, that he... He learned about this like twitch that he had when he was mm. getting it. He's like, you know, because Bullock didn't think it added up, which I agreed that there was something sketchy about everything that didn't mm-hmm. add up. You know, Dix wasn't the one giving out information. The penny thing was withheld. So somebody had to come up with this idea on their own or be involved with it both times. It was really smart that Bullock figured yeah. it out. Though. I was like, I yeah, know. I was so happy. Like, he, this was his episode exactly, and it was like Bullock. you could see that there's just so many layers to him other than you know Arr. the douchey cop that just wants to break the rules and just get things over with. Like he is so fidget. calculative, so smart, mm-hmm. and so detail oriented. Like he can figure things out, just like Mark said. Like he, I underestimated you. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people do, yeah. and this episode showed that they shouldn't. Yeah, but it's like you said, it, it hit home. Yeah, mm. that's, that's true. Why it might have triggered like. A old bullock to come back. Yeah. yeah, he has to care. Exactly. Because if he doesn't care, it's be like, eh. 
I'm off the clock. Be, I'm off the clock, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when he shot Dr. Marks. <laughs> oh, it was... I, I laughed. That was, it was kind of funny. It was yeah. funny. It was like corny. Like it was, he, hey, freeze, lady. And she didn't freeze. And yeah. he, just, and he shot her. And it was like, oh, you clipped her heel, too. How convenient. Yeah. Like, she can't mm. die. Yeah. She's not going to bleed to death. But yet, you stopped her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love we, we jump cut to the station. And he's getting reamed for that. Hmm. She literally admitted it to me. Yeah. Like, and then had a person attack me. But you're telling, like... That little scene where, again, an elderly man is a little crazy and attack and attacking somebody else, like, yeah. that, again, was so strange. Like, it just wasn't convincing right. to see him just flip a switch and then go crazy, like, last episode. Yeah, I agree. That I, was a little weird for me. She was like, yeah, now kill him. Mm-hmm. And he just... Yeah. Well, Jump she, I think the she, temple abounds, or the temple opens. The temple's... The, the golden gate the is gold, open. Yeah, the golden... Open. Yeah, and then... The door or something. So it was a trigger, and then right. killed that man. Yeah. I felt that was a, a last-ditch effort, because he's a detective, and then that guy's just some guy. Mm-hmm. So... She was, she was just trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. she was just right. trying to keep him occupied for enough time I mean, for her to get she, down the steps. In her she didn't think he was going to actually kill him. I think yeah. she would kick them off. Yeah. She conquered those steps <laughs> and those heels, though. <laughs> like a champ. It's all right. Mm. I, I would not run either from the stairwell. Uh, so, yeah. So, he wins and gets everyone arrested. And then we're back at the station. Ah, uh, the station. The, the station. Because mm. at this point, at this point, minus... Um, because Gordon already gets arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm honestly thinking, okay, so we're just going to have to deal with Gordon getting arrested next week. And they're not. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. it was going to come back around either. Because yeah, he's like, in the yeah. station getting reamed out. Like, in the station getting reamed out. Well, you caught her. All right. <laughs> and then that's the whole show. Yeah. Did they were going to leave it hanging? Or, they brought Gordon in and, you know, Captain Essen is pissed. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm. are we going to talk about his uh, conversation with Barbara before he got arrested? I mean, I guess. <laughs> Fine. I can't I was, believe like, you're skipping over. I'm not her. skipping, and I just want to get there. <laughs> okay, okay, we could. That, that so Barbara wants for Barbara, yeah, because Barbara wants to leave with Jim, and he's like, "I can't run. I can't leave. Yeah, I right. have to handle this." There's this Boy Scout coming out. There's the Boy Scout. Yeah, it has to be taken care of. And it's interesting that Barbara goes to Montoya and then yeah. goes to Jim and like. <laughs> Yeah. Figure Don't. it out, Barbara. So we were just stop talking to the police. Stop talking to your yeah. ex. The, yeah, that's just, even worse. Yeah, yeah. Is like, it worse that it, that Montoya is an ex, or worse that Montoya is major crimes? I think it's just all bad. Yeah, yeah. stop because talking to Montoya, basically. Really, because no one it. else wants that. No one else at major crimes has any interest in talking to Barbara. Yeah, except for Montoya. Stop talking to Montoya. Hmm. Does major crimes have interest in doing anything? I just is I, major crimes just those two people? So. <laughs> It makes me so uneasy that Barbara wants to make sure that, that Jim's going to be okay, but here she is trying to get information from him, siphon information from him, and then she's give it to Renee, yeah. and then she's telling him, I know, I don't know everything, but all I know is that we should go. Like, come with me. Come with me. You're going to get arrested, blah, blah, yeah, but it's That's like, smart. But it's uh, like... Just he, run away. Yeah. If you had the chance, you would have ratted him out if he told you any, everything. Yeah, Gordon's right not to trust you with this information. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, she's attractive and she's <laughs> torn. In she, oh yeah, like, oh that's what it is. She's torn. Yeah, yeah. She just doesn't know what to do. She's stressed. Hmm. I mean, yeah. 
She's stressed. Okay. Her wedding's on hold. And then we're back at the station. Yay. Yes, the station. Yes, we're back at the station, right? Is that, are, are we good, Joyce? Can we move on? We're good. I just didn't want to skip over an integral scene. We can come back to it after we talk about the integral no, scene. No, we're good. We're about. good. Let's just yeah. get to the station. <laughs> Should I just read every bullet point that I wrote to make sure I didn't miss anything? No. Yeah. Go right here. Go. Okay. Goat strikes I don't, again. I don't Amber like- I don't like it when Autopsy, mommy. Bullock. I don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. <laughs> it hurts again. We're back at the station. Bullock's defending his decision to shoot Doctor Marks. Gordon comes in. He's arrested by MCU. Mm. This this warrant that no one's produced. <laughs> right? It's like badge. I have a warrant for your arrest. It's like shouldn't the next thing be? Can, can I can I see that? Please? Here's yeah. here's the yeah. warrant. I'm not denying you don't ha- you have it. I would just like to, to see, see it. it. This yeah. is an order for donuts. Wait a <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Major crimes in a cell. I was actually hoping it would put him in the cell, and then there'd be people that he arrested in there. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's always a fun scene. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I put you in jail. I'm sorry. But we wouldn't have gotten that final face-off. Correct. Yes. Because they were too far apart. Because <laughs> our episode ends with Cobblepot coming to the station. Yeah. Second mm. time an episode ends with Cobblepot opening a door. Just, arriving. Yeah. Arriving. Thank I'm you. here. I love <laughs> how Bullock got pissed that... Uh, Cobblepot wasn't killed and that he wasn't going to go to jail. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like he'd rather he'd rather go to jail for you know for admitting that yeah he was a part like right. he would rather not lie and go to jail. Right. Like, Jordan Gordon Jordan Gordon was <laughs> Jim Gordon was trying to tell him that he wasn't shot that he didn't yeah. shoot. Yeah. Him. yeah, he's like no I didn't. And he's like right you didn't. No I really didn't. Like, yeah. But he was still willing to go to jail at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, for it. well, especially because MCU is just so behind that it's like, well, I'll be in a holding cell for like a day, <laughs> a month, and then, or and then like eventually we're gonna produce Cobblepot, and so then I'll be out of here. But here's they, the question, Cobblepot though. sped everything up. How did Cobblepot know? Like, what made him go there? Did he had to. Did he hear something? Did he well, know something? I mean, well, it seems like it seems like this judge. Probably in the morning gave gave a warrant for arrest, but then they didn't arrest him till that night. Well, he was working; he had to solve the case. Well, yeah, like, yeah. but it seems like within that amount of time, word can just kind of get out. I'm sure Cobblepot, at his level, has knows a court stenographer or a, a clerk or someone who will give him that kind of information. Maybe, maybe it was a little strange that he just he, yeah. Him. I think he heard it from he had to have heard it from somebody, but who? There he, has to be something because no, know. nobody knows who he is, right? We'll Except probably Gordon. find out next week. I hope so. Looks like we're going to find a lot out next week. Mm-hmm. A lot's going to be Fish is going to be back. Yay. Fish is going to be Yay. Meh. Such a hater. I'm, you know, I like her. I like Hobblepop more. I like Nigma. Hey, do we uh, have more things we need to talk about? Because I'm ready to talk about next week, too. I think we got like 10 minutes on next week. Um, not really. I do want to say, though, uh, fun fact, Gotham translates to Home of Goats. Yes, the word Gotham yes. is home of goats. So, Which since this episode has the spirit of the goat, hmm. very interesting fact that that's what they're using as their... Yeah. Hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure someone smarter than us thought about that, like, decades ago and yeah. put it all together. <laughs> or it might have just been random and got lucky. Perhaps. Perhaps. Hey, uh, on another fun side note, uh, the the Xfinity rankings for podcasts... Or not podcasts, um, DVR ratings, Gotham was still number four. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's not bad. Yeah, four yeah, for Mondays not, yeah. or four for the week? Four for the week. Oh, like no, for, that's great. For yeah. um, 
DVR watching or on demand mm-hmm. watching over the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. This, and this episode was a couple weeks ago because it went up against number one was the, the season premiere of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two is How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, I forgot what number three was. Uh, Big Bang Theory. No, it wasn't okay. Big Bang Theory. I know. People watch that live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's moving to Thursday night. It's all good. All right. Hey, let's uh, move on then and talk about our After Buzz TV production. <laughs> Thanks, Marissa. And now, your After Buzz TV. Sounds. It's like our Halloween music, right? Almost Halloween. So fitting. So I'm super excited because next week's episode is called Penguin's Umbrella or the Penguin's uh, something about the umbrella and penguin. We're finally getting in with the umbrella, and mm. there's even the line in the preview where Fish is like t- defending him, but it's like the guy that used to carry your umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're like bringing it around. It's the reason he carries around an umbrella, and mm-hmm. it becomes his like weapon, and like he's walking with it. He's not singing in the rain though. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, anyway. But I feel like this is next week. This is gonna be straight chaos. It's gonna be awesome and chaos, especially for fish, because now that now that everyone knows penguin is not dead, that's gonna cause problems for fish. And what more does does Gordon need with Maroni? Yeah. After all that, so it's kind of gonna you know make it harder for fish to do what she wants to do which totally ruins my thought process of maroni you know later blackmailing jim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean there's nothing to blackmail there's nothing to blackmail anymore but i'm sure there might be other ways right well, other can, things might come up or he can blackmail with the idea that i kept this quiet for you for however many days yeah before yeah. before cobblepot came to your rescue this will give cobblepot huge this will give yeah this will give cobblepot huge leverage with gordon yeah even more than normal yeah because now it's, hey, I'm a, I used to be your secret. Now it's, hey, I got you out of all that hot water. Oh, look what I... You can trust me. Look what I did. You can yeah. trust me. Mm-hmm. I helped you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nice and so trustworthy. <laughs> so amazing. But not. <laughs> so, Lonzi, I want to know what you think is going to happen next week. There's so many different things that <laughs> I want to like predict on, but I I have a feeling... This episode, we saw Cobblepot say to his mom a lot that he really genuinely trusts a policeman. Mm-hmm. I was right. He was like, "I he's my friend." Like, and I, I think he's going to be disappointed because Jim doesn't trust him. Jim is probably pretending to trust him, and is he's going to get disappointed eventually, which will lead to Cobblepot putting himself in a difficult situation with Jim. Maybe that he's going to want to kill Jim or do something to Jim because he realizes he's not the trustworthy police guy mm-hmm. he thinks he is. He's going to uh, be played, played a fool by Jim. Exactly. At some point. At some point. I Whether think unintentionally it's, played a fool by hmm. Jim. But see, Jim right now is in a situation where he has to look out for himself. He's on the chopping block right now. So he's looking out for himself. He's no longer going to be protecting anyone but him until he's out of the woods. And whenever that happens, I don't know if it'll happen next week, but maybe. Yeah. And uh, Fish. Fish, I think, is going to... See, you said right now that in the preview it said Fish was defending Cobblepot. I was under the impression that she didn't want to defend him. That she wanted to actually throw him under the bus in whatever uh, capacity she was talking about. Because then that's when they said, really, you care so much about this killing the guy? Or some... I thought yeah. it was a negative thing. I think that... Yeah, I think that's what... Yeah. Could be it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a negative thing. We'll that find she, out next week. Uh-huh. So I think she's she's gonna do something bad, or she wants something bad to happen to him mm-hmm. because he knows all the information that she doesn't want anyone else to know. Yeah. Joyce. 
Oh, what I said before about how, you know, mm. the penguin coming back is going to make things really difficult for fish. Yeah. And Maroni's out, out of Jim's hair, so, you know, she, she's, maybe she can't use him the way she wanted to to mm-hmm. get to Falcone. Um, between, Steve. I think this episode was proof that between Maroni, Fish, and Falcone, there was a bit of a status quo. Mm-hmm. That Oswald Cobblepot being revealed to be al- alive the whole time is going to change, and with Fish Mooney scouring the earth to get him, mm-hmm. we'll start and kickstart the Falcone Maroni battle for this Arkham. Is the, this the is the domino that's knocking it over. Yeah. This is it. That everything is going to start and now. That's probably Cobblepot's doing. That's mine. I yep. am inclined to agree with you. So one thing that on the totally random side of that I always wanted to shout out about. So TJ Scott, who directed this episode and also episode four, uh, is an amazing cinematographer. He also has a book out called In the Tub, and it's a charity book where he takes pictures of the celebrities in the tub. Hmm. And all I could think about was is like he had to have put Robin Lord Taylor in that tub <laughs> just so he could get a picture for his book. Perfect. On that's that well totally random side note. That's cool. That's all. Good job. After Buzz TV, Gotham, episode six. We'll be back next week for... Guess what happens next? Episode Ooh, 7. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> hey, tell everyone where they can find you, Steve Kaufman. Uh, they can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Also, this Thursday night on Adult Swim, I'll be on an episode of Tim and Eric Storytime. What? Cool. Josie Jory? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jay Azuri and on the Sunday Night Walking Dead podcast and Tuesday Night Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. And you didn't even spell it wrong this week. Look at that. <laughs> well, I didn't spell it for that reason. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And you can also catch me on the Scorpion podcast. What? And as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Cool. Boom. <laughs> That's After Buzz TV. We're Gotham Panel. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Yeah. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.